Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering almost all the hometowns with some heartbreak. Oh. Maybe, love, maybe not being blind. Uh Uh-huh. And... Homeless Muses. Aw, and this is episode 228. Let's go! <laughs> yes, we did it. We made this other show. And um, I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm in a lot of pain. But before I talk about my pain, V, where, have you been in pain <laughs> at all this last week? I, not really, I'll be honest. I, now I feel bad. I've been more sore surprise soreness if you will um not really full levels of pain because um i did that sounds gross if we like think about it out of context um but uh i was kind of i worked out a lot last week hung out with some of my friends did yoga went paddle boarding with my friend courtney which we were cruising around sweetwater creeks like reservoir area like we just like were booking it around there being all like this is great this is a nice easy little jaunt and then like when we got out of the water we were like holy shit like we're like that was a full body work because you're like standing you're paddling and you're you know, keeping yourself steady and it's, it's a full, full body workout. Especially so, uh, when you do it in a, in a life preserver vest. Okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I saw you talking shit though to people. No, because people were like, okay, nerd. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you have to have one when you do any, like any of that stuff, like anywhere around Georgia, because they will ticket you. I've been ticketed before and it ain't cheap and so i made sure like courtney had one on her too but my board my paddle board i need to like actually put on bungees and stuff on it because then you could just shove it underneath there and like whatever mm-hmm. but mine doesn't have that so it was just easier to have it on me as well as like i had the wet bag full of like our phones and stuff and it's easier to have that on me with that instead of like just on my bare shoulder and whatever so you know what if people want to hate they can hate but i'm being safe and not getting you know hundred dollar tickets yeah for Whatever. I feel you. I feel you. Um, well, you know what else costs a lot of money is a root canal. When <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's it's what tough. I'm going to need, I think, here um, pretty soon. And that's why I, I'm going on like this is the fourth week of pain. Dude, um, you and your teeth. It's been a month long journey and it's been a shitty one. Yeah, not it like, has been. Not like this lovely journey of love for our bachelorette. If, if, if anyone cares, um, I had like some fillings replaced, like old fillings replaced with new ones. But when they did that, they went really deep and like aggravated one of my teeth or something. And it's just been, you know, I let two weeks go by thinking it's just sensitivity to, you know, whatever. And then I just couldn't stand it anymore. Went in. I've seen the dentist like a bunch of times. But because of that, now like my, my insurance is up and I got to pay out of pocket for this stuff. And and it's just adding to the pain um, that I'm, yeah, I'm going pain, through. Pain in your face, pain in your pockets. Can't be. It's just, pain everywhere. It's not the best week for you. I'm trying to stay positive, but yeah. we will get past it. Um, I also cut my own hair this weekend. I'm back to doing that. How does it look? It looks good. Yeah, it looks good. I, I didn't know nice you needed fit. another haircut. Yeah, well, already. yeah, I mean, when it's short, like you kind of have to you keep the sides short, you know, and at this yeah, point, the sides for sure. I kind of was like feeling frisky on Saturday morning. I woke up and, you know, had nothing else to do. So I just cut my, sorry, cut my own hair. Once you start, you gotta, you gotta finish it. You gotta, yeah, you can't half-ass. Yeah. A haircut. Um, so it ended up coming out really good. I'm happy with it, and um, saved myself, you know, about forty bucks there, and um, mm-hmm. and then went to like a sports improv show, um, which was fun, you know, through the pain, um, and it being sports themed. <laughs> I know. But, let's say I'm like you're in pain, and also you don't really like sports. Yeah, let's just say it was hard to make me laugh that night, um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, I, I actually one of the first films that I got uh, I got in last year was actually picked for a f- uh, short film festival this weekend. Oh, cool! So I went and checked it out, 
Um, and, uh, I went with Andy, Andy came with me because he actually helped me, uh, during, he read for me during that audition. How fun. How cute. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I mean, it was a very, very short, I, I honestly only say one word in it, but, um, you say a singular word. Yeah. I say this, I say, well, check it out. Good. Um, so that's pretty <laughs> 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 so you know hopefully next time i'm oh in a film God, festival i get two words or, but it, <laughs> it was it was it was really good actually no pun intended but um really? <laughs> you have to say that. so no, it really good it was just good it was just good but no the movie itself i thought it was like the best short like film out of all the ones that we saw at the festival not that um, you're biased yeah it might be a little biased but um it was i thought and uh and yeah, it was really cool to go to a film festival. Like, you know, short film festivals, I think, are the best because, like, you can kind of go from one to another. You're not just watching, like, all these long ass films. Actually, I yeah. don't even know how they do festivals with films longer than they're, if they're longer, you know? You do them. They're, they're multi day and you see a lot of movies. Cause I used to go to, well, uh, in my college town, it's called True False Film Festival and it's a documentary film mm -hmm. festival. And, there was some, sometimes I'd be like seeing like 10 movies within a weekend or more, like whatever, sometimes That's more. That's a and lot. There's, some of them are long and you're sitting there and you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> got two, got yeah. two more to go to still. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so that was cool. Um, but, you know, V, why don't we do what we like to do here? It's that time to talk about Bachelorette on our show. Yes, but before we get talking Bachelorette, YouTube, you know what it is. Go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelorette content just like this. And if you just did, oh man, I hope you did because you're going to be adding to the Root Canal fun. But um, <laughs> I'm going to give a huge shout out to you. <laughs> hair Holy horns for you. Um, no, seriously though, shout out to everybody that leaves comments and, and subscribing that, you know, I, I think, I think what I want to do here is like start doing a, a, a segment, like right before we get talking about it, thinking out uh, anybody that's like leaves a comment on our videos from the previous week. So if you see this right now, leave a comment on this video. We're shouting you out next week's video. So that's just going to be well, a new thing. If it's one person, it's going to be one person. If it's nobody, we're just going to skip that segment. Um, but V, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Where do we start this week with week seven of The Bachelorette? Week seven. Hometowns. It's hometowns. Our girls are packing up their stuff on the ship, mm. heading out, hopping on planes, Getting a few parting words from Jesse that go. were seemingly not helpful, <laughs> but whatever. They're out here. They're they're ready to rock and roll. We start with, I'm honestly this episode they packed in almost all of the hometowns. They only missed one, so they did three and three for the girlies. But they, we start with Gabby heading to New Orleans, which it's her first time heading to New Orleans, which I find that sort of surprising, honestly. Um, to meet with Jason. And so they do they do the New Orleans bit. They walk down Bourbon Street. They're throwing some beads. Uh, Gabby says she wants to see some guy flash her for, you know, so that she could give him beads the right way, which I'm like, damn. Okay, and the guy's Gabby. like, no. And she still gives him the beads anyways. Yeah, she's like, I know. I'm like, come on, stand up for yourself, Gabby. <laughs> um, uh, and so because Jason's parents are separated, she meets his dad first, like in a park, like at a picnic bench, and then they'll go to the later part. But his dad, like, walks up with flowers and is already crying. <laughs> so emotional. Sweet, sweet man. You could tell he, like, loves his son, thinks his son is amazing, is, like, getting real emotional, talks to Jason, even being all like, I walked up and teared up thinking like, this could be my daughter-in-law. Like, homie is in it to win it, which I don't know if that, I find that more concerning than sometimes like, which we'll get later, the parents that are almost more judgmental of the process. Like to me, I'm like, what, what's more of the red flag to me, you know? Because it is a, it's a crazy concept. The show is nutso. And I think, it, uh, I think, a red flag is what we see later on, mm. to be honest, because, you know, parents that are just like 
first of all, like you have to like, unless you completely disapprove of the show, then don't go on it. You know, just say right. that about anybody that's, that's on the what show. Rachel, that's what Rachel Lindsay's dad did. You know, he didn't really, I think he like withheld from being on the show for. I mean, that might be a little different. Like, you know, well, yeah, I guess she didn't, he, he didn't go on a show. Yeah. Just don't go on the show, you know? Um, but you know, she was a lead, but you know, when it comes to this, you don't have to be on there. Like we'll just mm-hmm. have like the, like the family that wants to be on there. Like you, you still want to just be on there just to look like, We'll talk about mm. it later. But anyway, yeah. Jason's Jason, you know, is, is he's so quiet. Like, you know, he he's doesn't... so quiet, so reserved. His but you could tell his and it's interesting that his family seems to be so emotional because like he isn't that outwardly emotional. Mm-hmm. I know he I we've seen like little bits of like him getting deeper and like him, Gabby pulling some of that out of him, but like and he's talked about like, you know, how he's had, you know, his heart broken or he feels some kind of way and that he, that's kind of why he holds back a little bit so he you know is deeply emotional but um it is interesting because like so he has such a good interaction with his dad his dad loves gabby like he's like in it to win it but because he's there for you know what his son wants and then they go to meet his mom his sister and his sister's boyfriend at the house later his sister's cute his sister's cute um Mom immediately cries when they walk in, too. I was like, damn, okay, this family really is emotional. Um, And the sister's cool. Her and Gabby vibe. I liked their interaction a lot. I thought it was, like, very realistic as a sister with, you know, brothers that date women. um, I definitely, like, I could tell how she's an important one to impress and to like get the right vibes and things like that. So I liked that whole interaction. And But then it kind of took a, a little bit of a turn with when Jason was interacting with his mom because he's out here saying that he doesn't see himself getting engaged right now. Like, he's like, maybe, maybe in a couple of weeks, but if I, like, had to, you know, if it had to happen right this second, it wouldn't be happening, which, you know, is a little bit concerning. I mean, concerning in the framework of the show. Right. Very sane. In, in the framework <laughs> of real life, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, You know... But, uh, I mean, these are things that might get you sent home. Like, you just have to, like, think about it like that. Um, you know, I, 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 it's not unrealistic to feel like that and still, you know, be a front runner, I think. Like, right. you know, people have said that before and they pe- and people just don't get engaged. Like, most people, I, I mean, it's probably not, it's probably smart to not get engaged. At the I like the when they just decide to, like, go steady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just like, let's figure it out. And it's like, I pick you, though. But um, I don't know if that's going to happen in this case. Uh, mm. So, yeah, that was concerning. What ends up happening next? Um, I mean, I think the biggest issue with that conversation I have is that Jason's like saying laying this all out and I felt like he was laying it out in a very understandable relatable way to his mom and then his mom's all like well have you talked to Gabby about this and he's like no yeah and I'm like I feel like that's a conversation you can't withhold for much longer but I could see how he might want to withhold it just because he does. He doesn't want to like say it and then like feel a different way in like a week. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, at it's, this point, is he gonna save it for after Fantasy Suites? Which I feel like almost is worse because of you know how these both of these women feel after like getting into Fantasy Suites, being told that you know they were loved by Clayton, and then for him to be like J.K. <laughs> really into the other girl and they're I so I feel like both of them are a bit traumatized by somebody waiting to tell them you know major information after banging them yeah. so you know could could be problematic. I feel that all right well who do we got next Rachel and Zach so Rachel heads to Anaheim California to meet Zach and his very, uh, you know, Barbie-esque looking family. They're all very clean cut, structured faces, great stuff. He first takes her uh, to, you know, a spot to watch planes fly because that was their whole connecting bit on their first one-on-one together. Yeah. She's impressed. She loves it. 
She loves it. She was like freaking out. Like she immediately, he's like, we're doing a bit of trespassing. That bitch ran up that ladder. She was ready to, ready to rock and roll. She was not. (laughs) I know. I know. It's funny that you say that because I was like a little, I'd be a little nervous. I don't know why, but like, I know, I don't know, like, uh, uh, what uh what's it called uh, why can't i think of the word right now ladder ladder <laughs> dude i'm telling you i'm in pain i can't even think of things right now <laughs> it's funny because i literally just said it too earlier to describe it and you're like it's funny you say that but you're like what is that thing dude i'm about to climb up a ladder and jump right off um, oh my god yeah so yeah i mean uh i get a little nervous about those things anyways <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, he brings her home. What happens there? And his uncle is Patrick Warburton, or however you say his last name, who's like been on Seinfeld, done voices for different, you know, he's animated voice, characters. He's the voice of Buzz Lightyear, the cartoon. And yeah, he he's it's he he does the voice of Buzz Lightyear, um, the cartoon that they made. Um, not Tim. He's like literally the other voice of Buzz Lightyear instead of Tim Allen, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, man, he's, I mean, super popular. He does voices on Family Guy. Um, you, you know, he's been in a bunch of shows. I think he had his own show, like, at one point. Yeah. So, um, I thought I recognized him when they showed him last week. I'm like, I, does this guy just look like that guy? I was like, does he just look like him and he sounds exactly like him? Weird. Yeah. And then it's funny because then hearing him and then hearing Zach in the context of there, I was like, oh, shit. No wonder why Zach's, Zach has, like, kind of a similar voice, like, distinctive voice in, like, that lower range, too. And I was like, oh, it all makes sense. I mean, it's a great flex right there. I mean... You know, it, is. it, it was a great fight. And really, it was like, my Uncle Pat. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we know your Uncle Pat. He's Buzz Lightyear. Um, so I I think, uh, you know, everything went pretty smooth on, on Zach's part. Everything went smooth. His, the only person who kind of like balked a little bit was Zach's dad being like, you know, you're put into all these situations. You'll fall in love with a monkey was what he said. And but besides that, he kind of, you know gets won over by the idea i know i did hear that and i was like what the hell like what yeah is he calling her a monkey (laughs) or or him a monkey but um but they you know they they all all that is well ends well they watch like a home video version of some of like aspects of their dates it looked like uh because you know to play off of how their first one-on-one was the home videos Mm -hmm. uh and they they he confirms that he's still falling in love with her and she's feeling it they're feeling great smoochy smoochy and uh you know they're on their they're on their merry way he's he's still a top contender yeah no i mean he's definitely up there um he's like you know climbing up that ladder to get his heart broken i feel like (laughs) uh anyways uh what else we got here uh we got gabby and johnny apparently he was so hot and we know it I was laughing. So, like, they head to Palm Beach, Florida, which Johnny just gives me, like, he gives me more Orlando trashy looking dude, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, no offense. But I'm not taken. <laughs> I just lived there for a third of my life. I know, but, like, you've seen his type, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Yeah. I but, mean, I've uh, seen his type everywhere, but. Um, I mean, yes. But I mean, I didn't def- think he was, like, the hottie. I don't season. think he's a hottie either. When like Gabby is all like running all funny up to him and then being all like, Johnny's hot. He knows it. I know it. You know it. And I'm like, do I know that? <laughs> I, I don't think I do. <laughs> I don't think I know that. I I literally from the beginning, I always am like, Johnny is such a freaking wild card. He's kind of weird looking, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He's got like a like a mousy kind of face. And yeah, he's got a nice body i guess and he's got some tattoos but like the way he dresses his hair is kind of weird like i don't i don't know yeah i'm not you know we started getting on my nerves though like i almost i found this episode almost kind of unbearable to watch with gabby dude like she just says her yes yeah (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) i mean i can't I can't unhear it now. Like, you know, it's not something I noticed before, but like, wh- how does someone just say yeah for everything? Yeah. That's like, it's like her, um, 
you know, it's like her version of an um or, you know, just a vocal pause, I guess is what you could call that. I mean, you don't have to. You can listen to someone and nod. You don't have to say yeah to like confirm that you're listening. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, so they end up like now at this point, like the guys are just rushing to get. The, the- guys are like all. I wonder what is. Like, to think about it from, like, the back end, I wonder what's going into how some of these have to structure their dates where they're all like, let's just go meet the fam now. Maybe maybe that's that's something they were offered. Like, yo, you could show her around if you want, but, like, there's a lot more, like, hometowns going on this year or for the season. Mm. And mm. why don't we just, like, get her, like, they're like, yeah, I just would rather just bring her to my parents opposed to, like, you know, to be honest, it's, I would rather do that. To- yeah, doing some like yeah. dumb like. It's like yeah, let me take bad. you around Atlanta. Like no, forget that. Like you know, just come meet my family. Yeah, let's go to if I if I'm like if I had a hometown day, uh-huh. taking like let's go to Claremont Lounge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I don't even know if that would win them or lose them. Well, I mean, if I had a hometown date, it wouldn't be here. But yeah. uh, but anyways, so they just rushed to meet the fam first. Parents, siblings. I think one of the siblings, significant others, or whoever. Uh, they they all kind of Oh, his give mom off. is a hottie. Yeah, his mom's cute. They all give off like similar vibes. And w- another one of Gabby's guys tells their mom that he's not ready to get married yet. Like uh, This one that- I didn't know. I was trying to read into it cuz like his dad is like, "What is it? Money?" Like it's like, "You don't have enough yeah, money?" It's like, "Yeah, no, I don't." Like, "I know you don't." Like Cause he kept saying like at this point in my life, like in his little interviews or whatever, he kept being all like, at this point in my life, at this place in my life, like I don't think I'm ready to I get mean, married. I mean, I get that. Like I at this point in my life, I'm not ready to get married. I mean, I mm-hmm. I think I could afford it, but like it's like, because a lot of people do it, but it's like you have this idea of like wanting to be able to buy a house and you know right. not be in so much debt probably or whatever it is. Like you're just like don't have like it's it's gabby like you're like i feel like maybe i have to like have money for her or something you know maybe that's not the case but you might feel Mm. that way she's the bachelorette um and so yeah i mean i did like what his mom said though and it was kind of good advice where she was just like was it his mom where she's like um i mean what are you waiting for then like or something somebody's mom was like trying to tell them like it might have been his dad or his mom, either or. His dad was more gung ho, like, you know, go in, do it if you're feeling it, mm-hmm. like kind of vibes. Like, how do you feel around her? I think his mom was or, like, how no, do you? No, his his mom was like, how are you gonna feel if you lose her? Right. Was it his mom? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. And it's like that's a good point. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're technically gonna lose her if you don't want to, you know, marry her, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it is kind of concerning now. Like, now we got two guys that are just like, yeah, I'm not ready. Um, well, and Gabby even said in her interview, like, after she's, like, riding around on the boat with him and, like, whatever, she's all like, it feels good. Like, you know, I could definitely see, like, me falling in love with Johnny more and more, especially as the more time I spend with him. Like, and especially because he's ready. And I'm like, sis, where you're picking up that he's ready and he's not putting that down. That's for damn sure. So, yeah. And you know what? I think it would be fair. Just this is like a side note. I think it'd be fair if next season they had two bachelors. You know, yeah. I would just love to see the flip version of girls being able to pick between two different bachelors and making these yeah. guys feel like shit for a second. Like me too. Yeah. Um, me too. But I don't know if we'll get that. I don't know if we'll mm. get that. Um, no, God forbid. But yeah, anyway, so they end up, it was pretty good. Another, all right, date. Gabby doesn't know anything. No one's saying that she, they love her yet though, right? No, none of, neither of those two said that they were falling in love with her or like that they love her. Um, so she's zero for two on the love, on the love quotient, but, um, <coughs> she doesn't seem too concerned about it at this point. So that's at least good. Yeah. Um, we move along to Rachel heading to Wildwood, New Jersey, going to the pier to see little puppy dog Tyler, which I already had a feeling going into this date that this was gonna not be good Tyler for for bachelor that's what I want Tyler's a sweet I could already Tyler from these past several weeks I could tell was all in on Rach and she was like half in on him Mm -hmm. and 
Then they put her in this ugly ass trench coat. What the fuck was she wearing? She looked like she was a flasher. And um <laughs> Or like and, or like Scruff McGruff the crime. Yes, <laughs> yes, like only you can help stop crime. Like yeah, whatever. You're Dick Tracy. Yeah, oh. yes, Dick Tracy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Except so, there's no dick that's gonna be tracing up oh, in her from Tyler. What'd she say? What'd she say? <laughs> oh man. I'm so sorry. I th- I think Tyler's <laughs> such a sweet dude too. Um. Anyways, they go all up and around like the pier. She's learning about all of his like carny connections. Pretty much, mm-hmm. they go to the diner on the pier that his friend's dad and like family and other friends work at. And you could tell like Rachel's getting overwhelmed because like she's meeting all these people that she's obviously heard about from Tyler and. Like, she meets his best friend, Sal. Of course he would have a best friend named Sal in New Jersey. Yeah. And, um, like, they're having a great time, like, riding all the rides, playing the games. Like, it's definitely, like, a f- happy-go-lucky, fun, cute date. Like, they're making out on a Ferris wheel, all this stuff. And when he closes down the thing, the game that they had been playing, she, like, runs off to sob to the producer in a bathroom because... She's all like, this has been a great date. Like, he's a great guy, but I just can't, I can't get I hate it. how she uses this card so much about, like, running off and talking to a producer and hiding. Like, she does it so much this season. Yeah, she's she's done it a lot. Like, it, it was just kind of a weird, it was weird, like, seeing it be filmed. Like, her just, like, kind of, like, keep walking. And, like, I'm like, what are they telling Tyler? Like, this is, like, what I need to know. He's like, I got to like, close down. And then they go sit down on a bench and he just starts, oh my gosh, it's like. Oh, he just uh, is like gushing over her. And my thing is like, what what do they tell him when she like ran off? Because this man is obviously also like not reading any of her facial cues, not reading anything. He's just like gushing over her, telling her how amazing she is, like pretty much like confessing his love and whatever for her and how, you know, he thinks they're endgame. And she's like. A deer in headlights. Well, this is her fault. This is her fault, man. Like, she should have... Why does she need four guys? Gabby didn't need four guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should have sent him home last week. This is bullshit. Like, this is worse than meeting the family. It's like getting the family all excited to meet you, and then you're just like... That was... Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially because they they both emphasize a lot, like, family's super important to Rachel, and she knows it's super important to Tyler. And, you know, so that's why she at least cuts him, cuts him loose before she even meets the family, because she didn't want... But I think it was still so brutal to watch him, like... To see, like, the family getting so excited, being like, oh, can't wait to He took it like see- a champ. He took it like a champ. He was, honestly, he was great. And she even, like, says that, how she's all like, he was comforting me. Like, I don't, de- like, I didn't even deserve that. Like, he didn't deserve to be treated, like, whatever. Like, she's, like, No, oh. she's, like, concerned about how she knows she's going to look stupid. Like, kind of like an asshole. Like, you know, it, it is, like, she shouldn't even gone this far with him. Like, if she, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I wish she would have stopped him before, you know, maybe, maybe like after the Ferris wheel. Like they could have like cut it, cut it loose then. And I gotta say, like in recent history that I can remember, like she's the worst at like um, poker facing with these guys. Like, you know. Well, that's kind of what, like for me, I'm all like, homie, how is he not picking up as he's like, he's just so enamored that he isn't like seeing how towns. You're supposed to just like, there's, it's unlike. You know, it's not like this is supposed to happen. Like, you know, it's like you're here. You're supposed to give me a chance. Right. Especially at this point, you know. Um, But she wasn't willing to do it. And, you know, he dodged a bullet. So uh, sad. It's sad. It's sad all around. I think Tyler's a great guy. I hope to see him on the beach. Uh, You know, I can only hope for the best for him. He's a cutie. Right. So. Um, So. um, We get some back to back, Rachel. So Rachel. After she goes through and like kind of is brutal to to Tyler in that situation, I guess Karma Karma has his kiss for her because she heads to Santa Clarita, California, gets picked up in a Jeep by Tino and pretty much gets driven right to meet his family. They like spend a little bit of time together, but nothing of note. Uh, and then 
heads to meet his parents and his brother Mateo and his parents are ready to throw down. They are not messing around. His de- like Tino is definitely because Tino's all in on Rachel. Like Tino's like, I yeah, can't tell I mean, if he like, just wants to win or he actually likes her. I, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm on the fence with where he is because he's kind of he even is all like, I mean, all these other guys are gonna go in the dust, like blah blah blah, because like he's all he's like, yeah, I mean, like this or that, and like his parents are all like, I mean, how much time do you even get to spend together? I mean, you really think you're gonna propose in a a couple of weeks? Like, and his dad's all like, oh. We're going to have a talk, man-to-man, mano-a-mano, <laughs> daddy-a-tino, you know? Like, like we got we to gotta lay this down because uh, his, his parents are not on board. They're like, there's just no way that this is that this is real like she's pulling the wool over your eyes. Like, and they pretty much they go in on Rachel being all like, is is this real? Like, are you being real? Like. Come on. I mean, like, she didn't seem to- like even as like a, like a viewer, she didn't seem like she was being real. Like I don't know. They're like, tell me what you like about Tino, and she's okay, like, okay, she did. She was, you know, when she's all like, he gives blood. I was like, bitch, come on. Like let's, like I'm like, I give blood. If that was the first thing someone's all like, they're so caring and giving. She gives blood. It's I'd be like, like, it's just like his outlook on life, and I'm just like. I think Shut she was up. definitely she was overwhelmed for sure, and I think she just like froze. I think she didn't know how to, you know, give. She was never going to be able to give eloquent enough answers for the, these parents. So she was she was always going to lose. Like she, none of her answers were going to be good enough, and so there was no there was no winning. And uh, she they definitely are not feeling it. They're not feeling. The vibes. She's like getting but Tino really thought upset. that his parents were enamored by her. I know, which uh, he's blind. <laughs> he's blind. He's as blind as Tyler was when Tyler was giving all his feelings to Rachel and she was like about to, you know, tear up then. Homegirl, like, yeah, she has no poker face. I mean, so- I, that's why what makes me think that he just wants to win. Because it's like, if that happened in my same situation, if my parents were like, like you know giving her like a hard time and stuff i would go out like the second you walk out the door and be like whoo i am sorry about that like i wasn't expecting them to be so hard like you know like right. at least like well, you know like which Tino even said that earlier in his little interview he's like i wasn't expecting my dad to be so stringent with questions which i don't really know if that's the right use of that word <laughs> but um uh he like sort of makes that aside but yeah you would think he would like immediately as they leave especially as rachel's all like holy shit like that she's been like pretty much like tossed to the curb by the, his parents he's all like anyways that went okay right and she's like no like what do you mean like that did not go okay he's like well anyways i've been keeping this in my back pocket for a situation like this but i love you yeah <laughs> and she's just like and like the clouds just like dissipate and stuff oh. yeah <laughs> and she's all like i love you too and forgets about everything so because um, love can it conquer all I don't know. I mean, it can on this on this episode. Um, So yeah, uh, then we go uh, to Gabby and Eric, which is kind of like this is the heaviest part of the episode. I mean, the heaviest part is the end when oh woof! I know. So they go to Bedminster, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Um, They similarly uh, they go and meet the fam first because it. Eric's dad, like he gives the lowdown. Eric's dad has terminal, like this kind of like crazy form of super aggressive cancer that has come back multiple times. And, uh, you know, his mom is there as well. She takes care of him. And then they, she also gets to meet his grandparents. And I think, uh, is it his sister, Elise or cousin, Elise sister? Um, and they, you know, he, looks up to his parents a lot, especially for as like a good example of loyalty and like, you know, if you're there, you're there no matter how hard it gets when it comes to love. Uh, because, you know, obviously his mom is going through the unimaginable having to care for someone that, you know, she's married to in such a, such a way. Um, and I think the, you know, they really connect on the fact that, uh, Gabby is an ICU nurse so like she gets to like get emotional and connect with his dad about kind of like 
the role of ICU nurses and the role of being a caretaker and things like that. It, it definitely was, everybody was very, very emotional. Um, and it was, it was definitely, it was definitely tough. It was tough to see. It yeah. Was tough I mean, to Gabby see. even says like, you know, this day, this day might've changed my life forever. Right. You know, right. I, I kind of like now just like thinking about it, like, it's just like, isn't that what you look for in, in like a significant other, someone that's going to like, you know, you can easily say like in sickness and in health, like, right. but like when it comes down to it, um, someone that it won't leave you when you're just like at, at your worst, like, you know, right. Um, even when it's like, so even when it's so hard on them, like I've, you know, it's like, it's draining to have to, you know, have to go through some of that kinds of stuff with a partner, with a loved one or I mean, whatever. I've just been going through like this tooth pain for like the last month and, and like, God bless my girlfriend. Like, you know, I've just been a miserable fuck. Like, you know, just like the only thing that brings me joy is watching boy meets world. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, you know, and we're just wanting this to be over with because I can't enjoy things. Like I can barely even enjoy that because it's just like, this thing is just like constantly like on my mind. So it's like, I'm just miserable. And, um, and you know, this is not even like as bad as that. Like you kind of just want somebody that's just understanding of, of everything. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it was just a loving, loving way. Um, you know, the show ends with, you know, apparently he ends up, I mean, he does pass away and the show's dedicated to him and stuff. So, um, yeah. you know, that's so sad. Eric, Eric has really proved himself. Eric with an H. I always, I had sus feelings about him, but right now after this episode, he really like showed more depth and his family showed like good vibes too. And depth and he tells her that he's falling in love with her and she also says she's falling in love with him like they get real emotional and then they get real handsy at this bar that they go to afterwards but uh yeah they're definitely he's looking especially with her other two dudes seemingly not being ready for marriage he's looking like the front runner yeah and also you know um you know, he met the grandfather too. So it's like a lot of family has already been involved, like, you know, between yeah, them. Yeah. That's true. So, um, so yeah. Uh, then we get a look at, that's pretty much it. So we don't get to see yeah. two, so, two dates each. We get to see, we saw all date. of Gabby's dates okay. and then we are just missing Avon, who is going to be next week for Rachel for that final hometown. And then Mentel all will also be uh, next week. I wonder why they saved just Avon. I think it was just probably, it was easier to do three and three instead of three and four. I don't know, but I wonder, yeah, Avon because from the preview, it didn't look like anything like super crazy with Avon's hometown date that I can remember. So I don't know. I mean, know. they knock over a table like while they're doing that magic and they're like, is this a bad sign? Yeah. Um, but the, the look at next week, well, I mean, the men tell all, but the look at like the weeks following kind of look not good. Not good. So it looks like they're heading to Mexico for their fantasy suites. Um, and it looks like potentially Gabby might not have a proposal at the end. We see Jesse saying that Gabby's not going to be there, that, Rachel's the only bachelorette. Maybe she got COVID. Just like Logan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we, I feel like we need like the X-Files like noise or something. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doo-doo. Um, but yeah, so it's in the mental all. Do you think we're going to get our bachelor? Um, we might, they, they made it seem like there was like going to be something that was like, you know, they always say like something historical game changing or whatever's going to happen. Jesse so straight up says, this is going to change your lives. Like he's talking to us. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was like, I, let's slow our roll. Yeah, Jesse. Let's pump the brakes a little bit, Jesse. <laughs> I know you're still getting used to this stuff, but there's a way of making but, things dramatic and like sure, just lying to our faces podcast on this, but like, I don't think it's going to change my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to change your life. I might have to change the outline. Okay. It's going to yeah. change my outline. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be interesting. Um, do we have anything else in bachelor nation news? Yes. So, uh, Susie and Clayton, are gonna you know distance i guess might make the heart grow fonder Mm. so 
which I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. We'll see how we'll see how it works out for them. Uh, bold move, Cotton. Uh, but they so Susie's gonna spend some time in L.A. Moving to L.A. Uh, typical, and then he's moving back to Scottsdale, Arizona, which is where he was before he moved to Virginia Beach mm-hmm. to be with Susie. So I mean, they won't be like super super far from each other because like Arizona. LA they're at least like a, a why, is, why are they doing this uh I think she like he, he has was, to go like move in with his brother or something like that yeah because right? he had been living with his brother um He's like helping him out by moving in with him or something something like that I don't know and uh, she doesn't want to live with them probably like no I'm not yeah. gonna do it but yeah, I mean, I don't see this being a good sign. Um, it seems like uh, the soft, I guess she's like going there to like the follow her job or do some stuff with her job. She's a wedding photographer, does stuff like that. Maybe she's trying to get more into different photography with like the LA scene. I don't know, dude. Seems like weird. We'll have to see what happens. Um, I see a breakup in the future, but me too. Uh, what um, else we got for Bachelor Nation news? Uh, so Sarah Highland and Wells Adams are officially married. They got married over the weekend in California. Whole bunch, like pretty much all of the modern family co-stars were there. And, uh, what's his fetch? The, the redheaded guy. What's his name? What's his so name? So it was like an ABC crossover event. It was an ABC crossover <laughs> wedding. Uh, the, the redheaded guy from modern family was their, uh, officiant. So oh, wow. Uh, that was great. Definitely um, looked like it was a beautiful time. She had a couple of Vera Wang dresses. She looked hot. Uh, Wells cried the whole time, I guess, uh, supposedly from all of his posts, which I just I love them as a couple. So uh, some people are saying that if I, I didn't really look for spoilers, but some of the people who were invited might, uh, you know, might be new couples from this season of Bachelor in Paradise. So we'll. We might we might find more about that to see you know. Yeah, I, I saw that too. I didn't look too far into it. Me it's been really hard too because people are saying like the rumored bachelor and all this stuff. I'm just like, nah. Yeah, um, I like to be surprised with the rest of us, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it we got for Bachelor Nation news. Yep. All right. Well, guys, what do you think? We're what would you would you. I, I always love to pretend to make up <laughs> questions, especially now that I'm would you, in pain. Would you? Would, would you? Would you? Would you? Would your parents be okay with this? Yeah. Would, would you your said, parent? Would you want your tell your parents that you're gonna meet your girlfriend and then she breaks up with you before meeting your parents? Leave us in no. the comments and would yes, no. I know that's a weird frame question, but just tell us your <laughs> thoughts in the bottom because <laughs> if you leave a comment, we're shouting you out next week. Um, on the show, um, would you marry would somebody you, from a sitcom? Or I, some, if she was Sarah Island, yeah, yeah. I mean, would I'm not asking you, Veronica. I'm asking our viewers on YouTube. <laughs> so, um, would you, you know, marry somebody from Bachelor Nation? <laughs> Could you stop asking? If you me? were on the show. Let us okay. know in the comments below. Um, like I said, we'll shout you out <laughs> next week. It's what, what do we got next week? We got mental all mental all and Avon's hometown date. Okay. It'll be fun. Um, hopefully I'll be feeling a little better next week. Cause I don't feel good right now. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, would you pay out of pocket for a root canal or wait till next year when your benefits kick back in? Let us know in the comments below. Give us a thumbs up. Or, you know all right guys um that's it oh v-, v why don't we get in something we like to call quick hits and make them quick all right love is blind <laughs> i guess it i guess it isn't because two couples from the season two uh have filed for divorce over the past week first one was um ayana and Jarrett. they put like out a a combined statement you know, that they their lives are going in different directions. They have only but love for each other. And then Danielle and Nick, who were the first couple to get married and engaged on the show, uh, who, you know, seemed like they probably shouldn't have. They you ju- people have just seen the court documents that they filed for divorce. So they haven't even made a statement yet. So, you know, uh, it's kind of looking like 
they have a contract to say if they get married, they have to wait until right before the after show to break yeah before up. the after show comes out yeah yeah for drama purposes. You know, I just came up with a new show. Um, what if they had a show <laughs> called Love Is Death, and you just sit in these pods and you just look at each other, and you can't hear each other. You just kind of like look at each other for a couple weeks. Okay, so what? this is on a little ableist now. <laughs> Wait, I mean, you can, I'm just saying, like, what if they're just like, and you can't really do anything besides like, like hand gestures or something, you know? Okay, well, let's, let's move on. <laughs> I mean, how can you do a love is blind, but you can't do a love is deaf? That's just what I want to know. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> Good question here. Um, well, what else we got for quick hits? So Solange Knowles is going to be the first, uh, black woman to score for the NYC ballet. She's going to be doing it for their annual fall fashion gala. Um, that, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah, what um, helps run and everything like that. So definitely big, big moves for Solange, you know, in the light of her sister dropping a huge album as well. So nice. What else we got? Uh, uh Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow, will be one of the guest sharks on Shark Tank for this new season, which I would, I don't know. I don't know if I would want money from Gwyneth Paltrow if I was going on, because like, she's like selling yoni eggs that you shove up your punani for like a hundred dollars. Like, I don't, I feel like. One of these? Yeah, pretty much. Jeez. But it's like emerald. But, uh. (laughs) I guess that's why it's a hundred bucks. I guess so. But I mean, interesting. Uh, some other like, you know, uh, like Kendra Scott and other big entrepreneur business owners will be on this upcoming season as well. Um, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, I guess, you know, Benifer, if you will, got married not too far from us. They got married in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, it, area, I guess uh, Ben Affleck has like this big, uh, like plantation situation. Whoops. Uh, like Whoops. Res- <laughs> resort. It is what it is. It's like a former plantation, but it's like a resort Island, like off of Savannah area, uh-huh. probably close to Tybee Island. Um, and they got married there. Uh, and you know, plenty of famous Matt Damon was there. Other famous folks were there. It was I heard old- Casey Affleck wasn't in attendance. Yeah. Casey Affleck wasn't there. He's like, I don't know. Is he not he like, like J-Lo? I, maybe. Maybe not. He was he was hanging out with his girlfriend, I think, like, just casually, like, you know, having a regular, regular old day. So uh, Casey Affleck is sus in many ways. He's a, he has multiple sexual assault ass- allegations against him still, but, mm. you know. Um, maybe. Um, well, probably good he wasn't there uh, then, um, allegedly. Um, allegedly anything else we got for quick hits yes so uh will smith is making his return to instagram post you know slap and uh it's uh it's interesting he's definitely trying to warm himself back up to it and making a joke seeing you know is it too soon is it not too soon kind of vibes where he like one of his first posts was a video of gorillas swatting at each other being all like trying to figure out being back on Instagram, be like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and then another, like, another video of him and his oldest son, like catching a tarantula. So I don't know what's going stay on. Stay off there. IG will stay will off. IG. Maybe, like, maybe now's not the time, no, you know, I maybe mean, it's just ridiculous, dude. I, I don't know. Just, I, I just feel like, the answer to all his problems is stay away from the public. Like, yeah, maybe just yeah, maybe just work just on simmer. like some acting roles and keeping your hands to yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we're not at the slapper of the week yet, so. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, you like that? You like that? Yeah. Well, B, um, what where we are at is the moment where you tell us what made you go yikes. What made you go yikes this week? Well, so uh, you know, Gap Yeezy for Gap has been flying like hotcakes, selling no. selling hot. They're doing well, but uh, people have been questioning how Yeezy Yay 
decided to have it set up because it originally was set up like any other, you know, store display, hung on different racks, things, you know, tables, whatever. And Ye said, no way. Let's put it in giant construction trash bags instead and you can't help people find their sizes they have to just dig i Um, like this i like this i hate this why well it's he's also saying that it's he's inspired by homeless people yet he's selling like uh, expensive did he say he's inspired by homeless people he said that biggest inspiration for this collection was homeless people um well i mean shoot like I don't know what to te- I don't know what to tell you. I don't know, but I mean trash bags is not necessarily just a homeless thing though. Like I think he's talking about the style of clothes and to be honest like Balenciaga's been dropping these like like trash bag things and selling them for whatever. I can't be behind Balenciaga either. Well, I'm just honest. saying if more of anything it's probably the trash bag idea probably is Balenciaga Balenciaga um ripoff. Which is funny because uh Kimmy is the like ambassador for Balenciaga right now. I mean, Kanye loves Balenciaga, but um, to be honest, I like I saw somebody being like, "So, what do you like say to people that say like you're like capitalizing off of homeless people or whatever?" And he's just like, "I kind of liked his answer. He was like, dude, this is the this is my art. This is the way I want to display it. This is my decision. I'm not gonna let the media like tell me what I can or cannot do.'" Like, to yeah. be honest, like, when I saw the it's pictures... It's a little tone deaf. Well, I mean, when I saw the pictures of it, it didn't look like it was just, like, stuffed in bags. They look like, like, I mean, like an art display. Like, if you were to go to something and see, like, bags filled with clothes, I kind of... It's like a thrift store, like, like kind of... And it's something new. It's like, give me something new. Like, these stores just, like, fold up their clothes and, you know, like, all right, yeah, I'll go digging through if I want this shirt so bad. I mean, people do want it that bad, so that they are buying it. They're, they're figuring it out. Yeah, I think and it's you just- got to take a little bit more time to find your size waiting it's like just, behind it's somebody giving, it's just i have an issue with like presenting things as poor when it's like not and also presenting things as like secondhand when it's not it's it's problematic at its base level but i get like I, it is also could be looked at as a critique of consumerism but then also it's feeding it so to me it's like uh, I, th- I think i like it more that way though because it's like it leads more people to being like, if you really can't afford that stuff, at least it's making it more mainstream to go to a thrift store to like, you know, a Salvation Army and get clothes mm. that way. Like, you know, if I think it's, 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 it's better that way than, than to be like Abercrombie or something and have a model standing out front, like wearing your clothes, like, you know. Okay, well, they don't do the model thing out front of Abercrombie. I'm just saying, though, like, I mean, Abercrombie's (laughs) still a store and that's what they did, like, you know. So I think, I think it's better. But, um, anyways, V, I kind of want to know. What are you watching? I watched uh, Look Both Ways on Netflix. It stars Lily Reinhart. Um, and she, you know, it, is a it's a dramedy if you will where it shows if her life went you know two different options because it's the night it starts as the night of her graduation from UT Austin and she is feeling sick and she takes a pregnancy test and then the story splits into two why huh why does it split into two it splits into two. It just, it, it's not really like explained why you get to see like the two different options. It's just like, it's the general, like you just see like the two different ways that her life could have went if she had, like if she so was. So how do they to- break it up? Like I'm obviously it's not just split screen the whole time, but. No, they just like, they just carry, it's more because her job, her role is that she is an animator, a wannabe animator. And so they kind of carry it throughout like segments where like they have different parts of like stuff that she draws and whatever. And also color plays a big role in it. Like her hairstyle and her, the colors that she wears, um, like her life where she has a kid, it's all, everything's more tones in blue. In her life where she doesn't have the kid, everything tones in pinks. So it's like kind of like that whole dichotomy idea. And it's interesting because there is like some areas where stuff crosses over um, and they kind of show like a little bit of a blended narrative there. If That, that sounds kind of cool. Is it's, it, I liked it. Is it I a show it for a, women or is it like a... I thought it was... A, I thought it was... It, I thought it was a cool movie, and I don't think it's just like oh, it's a movie. 
Yeah, it's a movie. Okay, okay. I didn't think it was like inherently feminine. Obviously, there's like the main character is a woman, um, but I feel like you know the stuff that she goes through is relatable. So okay, in other ways, um, it's just interesting because I watch. I finished watching that Severance, one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. But yeah, like, it's it. that. It, it, I think I was talking about it last week, right? Of what yeah. I was watching. But essentially, your brain is split between like your work life and then your real life. And then like, you know, when you yeah. leave work, you know, essentially like the work life is like a prison though, because like you'd leave right. and you like, you get into elevator. Isn't leave. It though? Yeah, Isn't exactly. It That's why it's a great <laughs> show. It's like, it's, <laughs> and it's by, it's the executive produced by Ben Stiller. So it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, but this week, but, uh, what, but, what, <laughs> what have you been watching this week? Oh my goodness, I almost couldn't wait for you to ask. Um, well, this week I started watching, um, they made a new spinoff of The Walking Dead called Tales of the Walking Dead. Um, so You can't get enough Walking Dead content. I mean, everything's a cinematic universe these days, and, and AMC oh. doubled down on Walking Dead as their cinematic universe. And it really did. I am not in... Ju- I mean, I'm watching them, but it's just like... <laughs> They're not good. Like, you know, I really don't understand what they're doing here. Like, it's kind of like, you ever be like, if I was in charge of this company, I wouldn't be making these dumbass decisions. Like, that's how I feel about The Walking Dead or whoever is in charge of it and stuff. Because it's like, Tales of the Walking Dead would be really cool if, like, they all connected to the actual world. And I guess they are in, like, um, in canon with the world, but they're just so different in tone than the actual show like they're like right. comedy a little bit like the first episode actually had um t- uh terry cruz and one of my celebrity crushes uh olivia munn and i love olivia munn yeah i mean i do too but i mean the, ep- <laughs> the episode was all right i mean it but and you're like not even her haughtiness could save it yeah i mean she it's walking dead so they didn't really like capitalize on her haughtiness as much as like maybe <laughs> other things but she did kick some ass and um That's but hot. but you know I, you would just have to like be a fan of the walking dead and watch these shows and be like what the heck are they thinking here like the third episode at least is this backstory of one of the characters that we saw like a villain that we saw on the main show but like it actually adds more questions to the timeline of mm. of everything it's like wait you showed us like a backstory already for mm. her and this doesn't really line up with Obviously, like Obviously they're sh- not checking their notes. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. It's like you have like these people over here making this one this one like I think like Marvel at least has like or they tried to have like a whole team that's like meant to keep like continuity together of all these things like to be like checking all that stuff but i mean in the in the sense of it it keeps me i'm going to keep watching it i hoping that they get better (laughs) all that said you're hooked (laughs) yeah i mean i'm gonna keep watching it because i just don't i don't know i've i've actually stopped i I stopped (laughs) watching the walking dead actually like i still have to catch up on those like wait that's actually still i didn't know that was like still yeah it's about to end here soon with its 11th season but like they've broken into like 11 season a b c or d or something oh my god what is this a multiple choice test (laughs) what is this twilight um so (laughs) or hunger games you know when they do that like, yeah, they did it with Harry Potter too. Oh my goodness! So, oh, how could I forget? I don't know. What uh, do you forget? I watched also the Game of Thrones. Oh, the new one prequel, um, House of Dragon, and it is they got us, they got us again. Okay, I know see, you don't watch I, it. I'm not a Game of Thrones girly, and I just know enough of the discourse around it, and I I know enough about like what happens. Um, but I've been told by Game of Thrones people that I might like this new one, this I, prequel. I, I mean, if, if if anything, that's kind of like how I feel about like Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. I never watched Breaking Bad and everyone's like, Better Call Saul is amazing. So it's like I should just watch Break uh, Better Call Saul and then watch Breaking Bad afterwards because it's like mm. a prequel. But you know, if I if, if if you don't catch on this train, you might never ever catch on that train ever, and you might miss out. And I'm on okay. Some. I'm okay with not catching on the train ever. All I'm saying, I've been, I've been good. I've been good. These, especially everybody who is so pissed about the season eight of Game of Thrones. I'm like, wow, to think that I don't even have to worry about that emotional trauma. It's just of- good TV, though. Like it's like. 
it's like like Bridgerton or something like that. If you watch that, like you'd probably like Game of Thrones. Like, hey, I don't know if they, those compute the same. I, way, I, I'd be, I, I, I haven't seen it, but I would. I'm think, a Regency era kind of girl, though. Yeah. I love. I mean, Regency this is like fantasy era. and stuff, but I mean, it kind of yeah. has like a like a old school like kind of feel to it and stuff. I feel like if you watched it, you would actually get into it. The story got me hooked, and mm-hmm. they, they they did a really interesting like split of narrative in this ep- first episode but all i'm saying is they got us again like you know you were worried i know because they needed to because if this doesn't do well they're not going to be able to do the other like five spin-off projects that they want to do and then I you think know they also canceled one already they probably that's the thing is that the, a lot rides on the how well this show House of they want to bring back uh the what john snow character i think right. for a spin-off but yeah, I mean, they did it. They did it. If they, I mean, essentially it's just Game of Thrones, but it's like, you know, what was going to make it hard was going to be introducing all new characters and stuff. And they, they got us. They, they got me, at least. I was like, I want to see the next episode. So check it out if you're a fan. If you haven't yet, you got to. Um, v, why don't we get into our Slapper of the Week? Slapper of the Week. This song slaps. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm feeling a lot better after taking my Tylenol threes. Um, I should have done that at the beginning of the show because, yeah. There's no way they're working that fast, but okay. They are working. Like, I feel a lot better. <laughs> like, I was feeling like out like my words were slurring earlier because of the pain I was in. But um, our slapper of the week comes for us again. Zed, Marin Morris yeah. back together with bows. I don't know why they got to throw someone random in here, but nah, nah. They should have just kept the the good the good combo of Zed and Marin Morris. But... Yeah, I mean it doesn't live up to the middle, but it's it, a... nothing can. You yeah. know, the middle is an OG of of the pod, yep. if you will. Yep. But it it is it's pretty good. It's it's, it's the middle has won me a talent show. It won me two thousand dollars that I'm about to have to give back to my teeth. Um, and wouldn't you like $3,000 of Amazon gift cards? <laughs> yeah, they gave it to me in gift cards, which actually, you, you know, went ham with those. That, what a throwback. Yeah, I know. But like, you know, they gave me a hundred or they, how, they gave me $20,000 gift cards. Yeah. And, um, you know, it actually made sense. Like the fact, I, I mean, the worst part is that I lost then $20. you can't tax it. Well, that I lost $20 on it because you can only like transfer over. Like, you know, you never spend everything on a gift card. You 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 get close, but you can't just. But like with, with Amazon, they usually like let you like finish out a gift card and then tack on like whatever card is in your system too. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Like, they Amazon let me transfer the money over, and they would like leave one dollar on. Oh, because they need one dollar, like to be able mm. to. You know what I'm saying? To transfer yeah. the money, they need to use one dollar. Yeah. So there was already that, but then also, um, you know, for like a while there, for those like two years, I was getting invited to all these weddings, and like the hundred dollar gift card was just like a good wedding gift like i was just giving them out like as gifts that's nice yeah so um you know it's just kind of just was one of those things um, why don't you just keep me in the middle <laughs> <laughs> oh uh yeah you know and i mixed the cup song with that one too but uh yeah the song i mean it's a it's a bop it's a bop make you say ah. and um Ooh. yeah i i think i added that to the future bachelor podcast playlist on spotify so check it out guys where you can find all the good music um v do you got any shout outs this week yeah, I wanted to shout out a couple of my pals with some job news. So mm. my friend Rachel got a promotion. Congrats to Rach. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to shout out my friend Maggie and former uh, guest of the show um, for her new job with Home Depot. So congrats, congrats guys. Love you. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the homie Andy. Um, true, Was Andy. True homie. Um, went to that, sh- uh, short film festival with me and, you know, it was just, it's just dope, man. Like if I really think about it, it's like my friend from when I was like 14 years old is down here in Atlanta. He read for me for the, and like, he saw my name in credits and stuff. Like, you know, wow. it's just like, and he enjoyed it. He was like, I just, I just really appreciate that's a true friend right there. Um, true I- friend. It, it, it- <laughs> Till there till the end. Is that a song? 
Yeah, from Hannah Montana. Oh yeah, that's why I never heard it. Um, so, and <laughs> then I just want to give I want to give uh, uh, the compadre JD a shout out. Yes, he was sending me some texts about you know the whole Logan stuff and how it seems sus that it was just COVID. But I, the the general conspiracy theory about Logan leaving is that maybe it was like a mental health thing and like he couldn't handle it because that seems like what would make sense with what we saw in previous previews and how it all got handled and plus his post about after he got the, you So know, you're saying like producers didn't want to frame it like that to make it look like this is a very unhealthy environment? An environment? A toxic environment yeah. to find love? Yeah. On a boat? He's probably also seasick. So On a boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to JD because I was on my walk home from the gym yesterday and uh, he was just like, his dad lives like like a couple houses right down you. from here. And I've, I've introduced him, but like sometimes like, I don't expect people to remember me. They also got right. bees in the front yard. So like, I'd be like trying to not get stung. They're not like flying around and stuff, but, um, but yeah, there he was on the porch, just like, you know, so I took off my headphones like JD. He's like, oh, I just got on a phone call. So we just kind of like missed each other, but, um, just good to see his face. I think he had a mustache too. So I was mm. like, Oh, look at him. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you, JD. Uh, V, uh, any fun plans this weekend? This weekend. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting for our listeners. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. You know, just trying to take it day by day, pal. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I don't have any plans either. Um, we're just losers. Uh, <laughs> I, I just want my teeth to be fixed. so much lately that it's kind of nice. Yeah, you know? I just want my teeth to go back to normal so I can just like be normal again. And um, watch Boy Meets World and actually, you know. And enjoy it and actually be able to giggle. Giggle. You know, and giggle. I love that show. It gets funnier as it goes on. I'm just telling you. You're so funny. Dude, Boy Meets World, one of the best shows ever from season one it does not matter like you, you i know they're just kids like like in season one so but young. like they're still so funny they're so funny and as they get older the humor gets older too so wow anyways also pod meets world is fun to listen to like hearing the stories behind it and stuff i'm just a big boy meets world fan um uh, really yeah we could we couldn't tell from us talking about it like for the last three weeks boy meets world there's a lot of seasons and a lot of episodes like it was on every week. i know so I love it. It's great, great show to puzzle to if you guys puzzle. Oh yeah, how's the puzzle going? Uh, it's hard. I'm making some, you know, leeway on there, but like it's some it's, inroads. Yeah, it's still hard. You know, um, very hard. So yeah, uh, guys, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, I think it's starting to make me a little loopy. The medicine now. Uh, well. Yeah, we love you guys. It's been your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right. Deuces. <laughs> Bye.